0: Welcome to the Financial Philosophers Podcast, where we explore the nuances of personal finance, improve our financial literacy, and empower ourselves to achieve financial freedom. Come nerd out with us and let's take this journey together. Welcome back, everyone, to another few cents, our fun mini episode. Danny, I think you had um, come across a question about precious metals right i sure did yeah Uh, this comes from a
1: listener in virginia and uh this listener basically just wanted to know our thoughts on precious metals uh Mm -hmm. gold silver platinum copper etc whatever you you know might be interested in how it might affect uh investing or savings portfolios and uh you know is it a hedge against anything and is it worth it to have something of physical value and Mm -hmm. uh, basically just hope that we could kind of talk through it and, and get our opinions
0: Full disclaimer, I do not own any precious metals. Uh, I, I never have. I mean, aside from some actual jewelry, but that's um I don't know that I can consider that as part of my portfolio diversification. But, you know, precious metals, I will admit, I don't have a lot of knowledge in this area. I understand it's a legitimate asset class that some people use it to diversify, but the general consensus I hear from most people, and I would agree with this is uh keep it a small percentage don't go overboard with uh loading up making it a huge part of your portfolio you know danny is it a hedge against inflation i suppose i I know that it has been in the past uh i will admit i don't exactly understand the mechanics perfectly as of why um so I i think you could view it as a, a potential hedge against inflation. I don't know that I would say it, it simply is because I don't know that it always does hedge perfectly against inflation. I think there have been times okay. when it perhaps doesn't. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, have have you ever owned any gold, silver, or precious metals? I do, actually. Uh, I, I
1: have a small amount of gold and a uh, larger amount of silver, but it is a very small amount of our over, overall portfolio. Um, I would say definitely less than one percent. oh yeah okay. of our total portfolio. Uh, actually uh, you know our our uh, total investment it is high risk but our total investment in, in crypto is maybe seven to eight times what we have in gold and silver. Gotcha. but uh, I do I do like it. I find it uh, intriguing. I think that it it's kind of a cool experience to hold something of value physically. Uh, and you, it's something that you can actually look at, examine, feel. I've noticed one thing that's very interesting about, say, silver coins compared to our U.S. coinage is the way the sound that it makes. It's a very different sound. Hmm. Uh, if you say drop it or if it gets struck, um, it has like a, a ringing effect that's very interesting. Uh, but overall, I do, I do like it. Uh, I don't hold a lot of it, hmm. but it, I certainly find it uh, interesting and intriguing in some ways. In terms of it uh, being a hedge against inflation, I think that, and again, I am no expert, just as, as, as you are not, I think that multiple times over the past you know decades, it has not kept up with inflation. The increase in the value of gold and silver has not matched the rate of inflation and the decrease in the value of the dollar, gotcha. uh, which is kind of an interesting thing. And I don't know if that's something to do with the value of gold or that we've just become that much better at mining it, maybe, mm. and so we have access to more of it, perhaps. That's something that I wonder about. Is it a hedge against inflation? Or realistically, is it only a hedge against hypothetical hyperinflation?
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. And that's an interesting point you brought up about perhaps mining capabilities have just gotten better and better. That actually may be true, and perhaps that is a reason why it hasn't kept up Uh, against inflation or uh, maybe the supply has been more inflated in terms of like there's been a surge in supply i don't actually know i don't i don't follow it but i will say too even if mining capabilities have gotten better i do admit right that in theory it is a finite resource and it is rare right it's difficult to find and to mine Uh, so i think that certainly plays towards it its favor in terms of um holding on to some value due to its its rarity and why people consider it precious. And I would
1: interject there and say, with the exception of the last fifty years, historically it has been used as currency, used as money, like these in many cases, the standard form of currency and economic exchange throughout the world throughout history. I think that it's only recently that we've kind of moved away from that.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know when we started moving away from that. I thought it was even further back than 50 years ago. That still seems pretty recent. I was referring
1: to the actual official uh, separation of our currency from the gold standard. Oh, I got you. Okay.
0: Yeah, you know, it's. I'm intrigued by it too, and you know, there's this question of: Do you hold it physically, or do you just buy a fund or an ETF that holds it for you? Uh, I certainly think there are probably pros and cons to each. I'd be curious to know if we did a. Poll, not that not that we should do this. I don't necessarily think we are the precious metals podcast, but the you know would be in theory be interesting. My intuition tells me most people who are really interested in precious metals or want to look into it, my guess is they want to hold it physically. And yeah, I would say that's probably true. Yeah, and and I think I'm just thinking out loud here. But I, I really do think there's something about something innate in us of like. Oh, beautiful, shiny object. Uh, I, I want it. <laughs> like, like, I think of like those. Add it to the pile. You're going to sit on it. Right, right. <laughs> like a dragon. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, I know there's these. Um, I remember when I was in, gosh, elementary school, middle school. I don't remember. We had a teacher who was telling us about a trap that they can make to, to, to trap a raccoon. Yep. And the way they do it is they is have a hole in like a log or something. And they would hammer nails into it, like kind of at an angle pointing down towards the bottom of the hole so that you could like stick your hand in it and, and you'd be able to squeeze it through. Right. But if you tried to pull your hand back out, the nails, due to them being at a diagonal pointing down, would basically go into your hand and trap you. And so they put a shiny object in the bottom of the hole and a raccoon would see that shiny object and they'd reach in and go to grab it. And When they make a fist, they can't pull their hand out and they don't want to mm-hmm. let go. I don't know if that's a true story, uh, but I just remember that story I've, from my I've childhood. I've certainly, I've heard that as
1: well, uh, and I believe the the whole thing is that if they let it go, they would be able to get out. Yes, right? but when you're when when the limb in the hand is in a fist, it can't can't escape.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm coming up with this literally off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's an interesting analogy there to real life with with precious metals and the concept of like a, an allure to it and wanting to buy it and not wanting to let it go and perhaps even p- being trapped with it because it's not exactly mm-hmm. the most liquid object interesting right thought. you know yep. it's not it's not the most liquid asset um, i'm not trying to paint a cautionary tale or anything like that uh, it just you know I, I think there is an interesting human element at play here i, I and i'm not saying it's okay. even the the driving force behind it but i i do think we should be uh suspicious of our Human nature and our biases, right? And sure, and and ask ourselves uh, how much of my bias and how much of my human nature is is really clouding my judgment regarding buying precious metals. Uh, I'm I'm intrigued by them. I, I wouldn't mind holding a little bit, but I, I love that you have it less than one percent. I mean, and and again, it's a legitimate asset class, right? It, it it is. People make a lot of money in precious metals, especially if they're in the the trade of buying and selling it you know earning something on the spread but people who are buying and holding it i think you could definitely make the case it is another way to diversify your holdings diversify your assets but i just wouldn't give too much credence to this idea that it's like the ultimate hedge against inflation or it's going to somehow outperform other asset classes i really think you have to just take it for what it is um and
1: uh, i i agree with that i think that you need to understand and be accepting of the fact that if you are holding this physically mm-hmm. uh it is not going to be working for you right it is not a method of putting your capital your money to work right to generate additional growth um i think the idea there is you know it's to to hedge in and find a form of safety right and uh but it's not something where purchasing i don't think just purchasing and holding is going to uh, increase
0: your financial standing yeah you know the other thing i just thought of is it is interesting that there are many uses for gold and two that came to mind were um, semiconductors a lot of electronics use gold it's it's a very good conductor and it's uh, one of the, the main things that they use in those types of things and I think that's another reason that it can be so valuable but also jewelry and it just dawned on me if somebody is a skilled jewelry maker and knows how to work with precious metals then you in theory have a skill set where you could buy a couple ounces of gold or just buy some gold bullion turn it into beautiful jewelry and you know for the price you pay for one ounce of gold you could probably sell several pieces of jewelry um for the same price right depending very on, true I, I I don't know I'm, I'm not an expert at that either but it, it that could be an interesting use case for it as well yeah you know i haven't so. done so yet but i I'm, I'm way too busy to jump
1: into it now but if i ever find myself with uh, additional free time i have thought that it would be interesting to start trying to make rings out of different materials and that would obviously you use cheaper materials to build your skills and then yeah. you can move uh you can move
0: into uh, precious metals yeah that's um it's so funny you say that is actually something that my wife and i have been interested in as well is learning how to to make jewelry uh, rings uh, um, from precious metals or just okay know, even non-precious metals to keep it cost effective we actually live next door to somebody who is very skilled at that craft, has a whole workshop and everything. And my wife actually went over there one time and got a short lesson on how to make rings. It was really interesting. Uh, We were invited to maybe go over again. So I'll keep you posted. Maybe if I come back really skilled at making uh, rings, uh, we can launch the Financial Philosopher's Precious Metal Ring. (laughs) That's (laughs) a
1: That's a thought. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll stamp KYS across them. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> know your stuff yeah i love that great awesome well danny that's that's all i really have to say on this for now i'm certainly open to revisiting this in the future hopefully to our listeners and especially the listener who was curious about this who had this question i hope we gave you some food for thought and some wisdom but i would encourage you to to maybe research this a bit more it's it's certainly not an area that we have a strong expertise in Agreed. um so but yes thanks again for joining us and we'll we'll see you next time All opinions
1: expressed in this program are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for any investment decisions or financial advice. Always remember that investing involves risk and the possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a qualified professional before making any important financial decisions.